Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us once again this week here on Unstoppable Faith. Uh, wherever you may be watching or listening to this program, we just say God bless you. And we know today's program is going to inspire you and build your faith up as we bring you the Word of God. And we're going to be talking about uh, Ignite, the, uh, uh, Ignite and uh, pursuing the presence of God. On today's program, I have a very special guest uh, on the airwaves all the way uh, from uh, the United Kingdom or in the United Kingdom right now as we speak. But we're going to bring her on uh, through our system so that she can bless us. She's a very powerful, powerful uh, worshiper, a worship leader minister and songwriter pastor b pastor blessings she's also a pastor who diligently and all-heartedly serve god and leads people into the holy of holies through the simple act of worship a passion is to stir up the fire of god in the hearts of many young people and to help others seek a deeper relationship with god she has released a new song that we're going to play right away after my intro, uh, uh, Ignite, very powerful song. Our worship lifestyle and our ministry stem from our childhood where she was engaged in the worship ministry back in our home country of Nigeria. Growing up in a household of musically inclined and talented family members, Pastor B or Pastor Blessings developed skills in many instruments including playing guitar, piano and drums. A role as a worship leader took flight in a believer's ministry a church founded and pastored by our father, Pastor Samuel. Pastor Blessings has since been recognized for our God-given talent and has traveled across Europe and Africa for one purpose only, which is to share the good news. A drive to see revival and uh, an outpouring of God's Spirit rekindled has continued to be the focal point of our ministry and our music. Stay tuned and we will be right back with my guest. But first, let's go to one of our latest track, Ignite. Fresh fire fall down, all consuming fire. Feel me burn, Ignite. Fresh fire fall. Down, all consuming fire, feel me burn, ignite. down, all consuming fire, feel me burn, ignite.
Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope and trust you were impacted and powerfully blessed by that track, Ignite. Well, without you know any further ado, I have Pastor Blessings, Pastor B, on this program right now. Now, we're going to be talking about two things. One, Ignite. What made you, uh, uh, what inspired you to, you know, to sing that song or to write that song. And also, we're going to be talking about uh, the presence of God. But let's go to Ignite, first of all. Tell us a little bit about that song. So, Ignite... Um it actually has a story to it. Um, obviously, we, 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 I pastor a church and we have a um, young student arm of our church that is right at the university, at the heart of the campus. Um, and so in 2015, God gave us that vision to be able to reach out to the young people. Uh, so we were, were able to set up you know, a, a church mainly for the students right there um, on campus. And we were... Um, trying to engage or, you know, create new strategies in which we could reach out the atheist young people and to be able to get them to know the Lord. And so that year, um, the young people were trying to come up with a, create a music concert on campus, something that will be able to reach out, you know, different um, denominations of people who are already Christians and to be able to reach out, to be able to break barriers to people who are not Christians alike. Um, and so they were trying to come up with a fancy name, a name that will not be too churchy, in quotes, um, that you know we attract these people and so there was a lot of deliberation and um, somebody came up with the name Ignite so Ignite was not even something that I thought of myself and um, somebody came up with that name Ignite and they voted and Ignite won the thing you know and so they um, in 2015 we had the first um, uh, sorry I beg your pardon in 2017 the first Ignite then started um, and so we we had the concert um, and the young people said to me, Pastor, can you speak for a few minutes? Obviously, they didn't want a 45-minute sermon. They just wanted something sweet and short. And so I began to pray and meditate upon the word because obviously you're speaking to young people, intelligent minds, and you want to be able to speak the mind of God because like, you cannot go there on your own. So basically, I was just praying and meditating upon the word ignite. Ignite means to set on fire. Ignite means to set a blaze. It's to you know, cause something to be lit up. And so I just 
in my spirit just felt that God wanted to do something on campus, you know, to set the campus up, young people to be on fire for God. So obviously, God had a plan. So even if, you know, the name, the, the theme Ignite came out of just deliberations, but it meant that God just had something that he wanted to do. And so I just began to pray and meditate upon the word. And out of my prayer time and my meditation upon the word Ignite, the words of the song Ignite, fresh fire. So almost like, God took my attention from the people or the people I was going to speak to um, during the concert to, you know, just having me ignite first, you know, ignited for him. And then I would go on campus and then, you know, cause there to be an ignition and a revival that was about to break out. And so the words just came out of my place of prayer. By the time I was praying and these words were coming out, you know, I was just singing the words um, in my time of prayer. I, I came out, pressed my phone and click record and then... Um, Yes, and that's the song. I want you to talk to us about, um, you know, uh, uh, your worship style and uh, what really motivates you and inspires you for the most part to really flow at that depth of the presence of God. Yes, so for me, um, I usually say to people that worship is not something that you you come and do on a Sunday or that, you know, if, if it's something you do on a Sunday, I guess that this, this time of pandemic where the whole world and most church doors have been shut, then that means we cannot worship. For me, worship is a lifestyle. Worship is what we, what we should do on a daily basis. And you cannot worship, worship who you do not know. You cannot worship who you do not see. Um, um, someone wrote a song and said, tell me how, how can I love the person that I have not seen? How can I love him? How can I, you know, so if you do not, if you cannot see God and you cannot worship him, it's easy to praise him when you can see the things that he has done, when you can see what he can do. It's easy to praise him, but worship goes a bit further. When you worship him, not just, no, you don't just, not because of what he has done, not for what you can see, not for shoes, not for a car, not for a land, of a property, but for who he, he is. And so when you can see God, when you have a personal relationship with God, um, worship becomes easy. And so um, for me, um, it's having that consciousness that God is always here, you know, whether in a building, at home, wherever I am, having that consciousness when you can see God in your mind's eye, you know, it's who can see God and still stand? The Bible says that in, in, in the Revelation and jo John, he just laid, he bowed before him. And so that worship springs forth from an atmosphere of just knowing that God is here. And um, so for me, that, that is the foundation of my, of my worship. Um, lifestyle for those who see me i don't care about who's watching i go very crazy for god i'm I, i'm basically uncontrollable when i when i want to worship god and um, not because of what i see him do that's part of it i just worship him for who he is i believe that's how worship should be I just want you to really just give us a sample of what it means to seek a deeper relationship with god through worship can we do that can and to my viewers and those who are just watching at this time you see i've just said that worship is being able to reverence someone that you can see worship becomes difficult when you feel like god is far and the bible says that the people when when jesus was riding past them you know when they saw him on their ass i would say that they laid down their clothes they laid down their pride basically because when you take tell someone to take away their clothes you're telling him take away your pride take away something that covers you i would say that they took all of that away they laid it down they threw leaves 
and began to say Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. I bet that that ass had passed by before. The reason they had not worshipped because they had not seen Jesus. Now one reason you'll be able to worship right now where you are in your living room and work, wherever you are, you know, just in your kitchen. You know, the reason you are able to worship right now is because you have been able to see God. So why not just take a moment, if it helps, why not just close your eyes and say, God, I just see you. I see you high and lifted up. I see you, I see you being exalted. I see you being lifted high. Says, if I'm the lifted up, I will draw men unto me. You know, God is right there. He is right there. He says, Lo, I am with you always. If you can only but see him. He's there, he's there, he's there, he's there. Now, so just right there where you are, just take a moment, take a personal time, take a one, two, three second time and just say, God, I love you. Oh, not just what you can do, I just love you for who you are. Not just for what you can provide, I love you because you never fail. Not just for what you can do, I just love you for who you are. Jesus. For who you are, yes, God. We love you, we love you. And what we say, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Oh yes, Lord, Hosanna in the highest. I just want to pray for somebody who is who is trusting God for a healing in your body right now. You know, I'm a living testimony that God can heal. You know, I was born with a heart that was not growing with my age. You know, I couldn't do, the doctors concluded I couldn't do many things. You know, so my heart was not growing my age. So say I was 18, my heart was like a, the, the age of an eight-year-old. You know, the heart was not developing. And so the doctors trying to do many things. Every doctor that wanted to practice, practiced on me. You know, every doctor that came into town, you know, had to be, you know, how to try their hands on, you know, this rare case many years ago. And you know what? We just began to trust God because there was no cure. It's not like now where there's, you know, science and medical has got has gotten advanced, but it was really bad. And so we just began to trust God and we prayed and we just called on a God who has the ability to heal. Just like I'm calling upon him right now to someone who is watching. Can I just ask you to stretch your hand right there on your screen. Stretch your hand and just begin to say, Lord, I surrender to the King of glory who has the ability to heal me. And I'm going to pray for you right now. Lord Jesus, I just pray for that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who is watching right now. Just like you did it for me, I speak healing over them. I speak the healing power in the blood of Jesus to come upon them. I just pray that Lord, let your hand come upon them right now from the crown of their head to the sole of your feet. I take authority against the spirit of diabetes. I take authority against the spirit of cancer, spirit of heart problems from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed in your body right now. Be healed in your mind. I take authority against depression. I come against you. I declare that you are healed in the name of Jesus oh thank you Jesus King of glory we thank you we bless you oh God we celebrate your faithfulness thank you for healing thank you for redemption thank you for restoration we trust you oh God the Lord, there is testimonies coming out of this. Thank you Jesus uh, uh, the Lord gave me Psalms 95 verse 1 it says uh, come let us sing to the Lord let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation let us come to him with a thanksgiving let us sing psalms of praise to him for the Lord is a great God a great king above all gods he holds in his hands the depth of the earth and the mightiest mountains here is what I want to share with you even uh, before I, uh, I, I go back to pastor 
uh, be here is that whatever position, whatever situation, whatever is happening in your life right now, as you're driving, listening to this program, or as you're watching around the world, I just want you to know the Lord can be trusted. The Lord is good. He's a great God. That is what leads us to worship. You don't worship because everything is going well. We worship because He is worthy of our worship. And as you begin to worship, as you heard the woman of God speak there, as you begin to worship, the Lord begins to do what He needs to do in our lives. Before we go, I just want you to help us with one thing. It is sometimes very difficult to sense the presence of God when you are overwhelmed by life situations and by what you are facing in your life. What are two things that you can share with our viewers and our listeners that has helped you even when you are going through that heart issue, uh, uh, understanding that the Lord was there with you? Can you just help us with two things or three or more? So now I heard the story. Um, I, I, yeah, of a man who, who was going through a difficult time, a challenging time, and um, he, he, you know, so he, he had, um, he, he felt like God, uh, God was with him at some point, and then when the journey began to be very difficult, when the storms of life was boisterous, the Bible says, because <laughs> it, and the, and, and, the, and the guy felt like God abandoned him at that time. And so the guy had a revelation or a vision where he was with God and he was talking to him about not, you know, how he abandoned him. And so on the, in the vision, he saw like two pairs of feet walking through the storm, like, you know, the challenging times. And the guy saw that at the point when the thing was more terrible, that it went from two pairs of feet to one pair of feet. So, and the guy said to, said to Jesus, like, look, I said it, like, look, look at the, look at the marks. You know, I said it that it was at the hottest point of the, of the challenge that you left me, you abandoned me. And Jesus said to the guy in his revelation that, you know, the one pair of feet that you can see was not yours, but mine. I carried you at that time where it was more challenging. So one of the things that, I, that helps um, even when it looks that God is absent is to know, is to trust this word. Titus 1, 2 talks about that God cannot lie. Say by two immutable things, say God cannot lie. So God is not a God who goes back on his word. The Bible says that he honors his word above his name. That's like contrary to what we think as, as you know, as humans, we, we, we treat our name very carefully. You don't want to disgrace your name, your family name. But God honors his word. So what he says, he will do. And so if we have that confidence that God is always there, regardless we have to be confident that he is there he said that he will never leave nor forsake and um, so the bible talks about the disciples that were with jesus and when it says let us cross over to the other side and the bible talks about that there was a wind that was boisterous and the wind began to shake everything guess what jesus was asleep but you know what he was there so and um, he was asleep and the disciples and the, you know the friends of jesus began to panic how can jesus be asleep when we are about to die and um, and jesus you know and they woke him up don't you care that we perish and you know he just spoke to the wind and the wind wind obey him i think the second thing that helps me um, come out of challenges is to remember the promise you know so Amen. god gives a promise at the start of the journey that promise doesn't eradicate the problem in the middle. That promise is just to see you through. So, if, so when he gives you a promise at the start, it doesn't 
completely take away the fact that there are problems. He's just giving you a promise so that you can have something to look forward to. That when there is a problem, you know, you just have in mind that, oh, no, what? There's a promise. And so, you know, like, like the children of Israel, we can, we can go on and on. So I think one of the two main things that really helped me is to have the consciousness that God is always there, no matter how bad it is. You know, right, when Peter was sinking in the storm, Jesus was there, he was still saying, Jesus was looking at him, you know, you know, so we, we just, have, he needed to remember that the same Jesus who said, come, he's not sinking, no matter the storm, you just need to focus on him. So you focus on, you know, the presence of God, focus on the promise as well. And that helps keep you in check and, you know, doesn't mean that storms will not come. Every believer, even Jesus himself, had storm on earth. Uh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Amen. Focus on the promises of God. What God has said, God is not a man who should lie. So whatever you are going through in your life, we encourage you right now to focus on God. Focus on the word of God and stand on the word of God. And let your faith be unshakable and let it be unstoppable. For you are standing on the word of God. That was Pastor B all the way from the UK. Pastor B, thank you so very much for gracing Unstoppable Faith program. Thank you very much. It's an honor. The honor is mine. The honor is mine. And I'm sure this is not the last. We're going to see most, many, many, many times of you worshiping with us here uh, right through the airwaves from the UK to Canada here. God bless you, Sam. Really grateful. Thank you. And to our viewers, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord uh, watch over you. And uh, as you continue to watch Unstoppable Faith, uh, we encourage you to write to us, send us your testimony, and we will be back and, uh, you know, sending you all the encouragements and uplifting resources that we have to you. God bless you. Until then, Shalom, Shalom.
Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at kazumbacharles.com and share your testimony. 